What is up, guys? Welcome to Instagram Marketing Secrets episode 70. Today is going to be a really cool episode because we're going to be talking about something that we haven't talked uh, I don't know if we've talked about it before. If we have, not very much. Thinking back in the in the Leif Allenberg interview, which is probably episode 20 to 30 range, we talk a little bit about paid ads in that episode. But apart from that, we've mostly focused on organic strategies. And even if you're not looking to get into paid ads right away, this episode is meant to open up your mind and know the opportunities that exist for advertising for your business, uh, at least on Facebook and Instagram, which is still amazing. It's such great advertising. I know there's maybe some talk out there where, oh yeah, now it's it's getting too expensive. There's too many people that are doing it. But really, even if it gets more expensive, if you had a thousand dollar offer and it took you three hundred dollars worth of advertising to get a sale, you would still make that deal, right? Even if it used to cost you two hundred. So maybe maybe it's slightly harder to be profitable, but at the same time, Facebook's targeting has improved over time as well, and um, it really has not gotten overly saturated um, because. You can be so targeted with your marketing on Facebook and Instagram that it still is you know, very much an opportunity to be profitable. Otherwise, you wouldn't see so many ads, especially if you see an ad in your feed. You're just going down Instagram, and then you see a, a post that says sponsored, and it says it's got 27,000 views or something like that. You already know that that ad right there is making them more money than that ad costs because they've been running it for so long that they would have turned it off by that time uh, if it wasn't working. So the reason why we're going to take a, a different route on this episode and talk a little bit about paid ads is because that is largely where the opportunity for you to make a passive income stream out of your business lies. And I will also tell you why organic marketing is very important. Um, it, you know, they, they both are very important in a uh, successful business. So with uh, paid ads, just imagine that you can spend a certain amount of money on ads. And as soon as the ad is created, and it's up and it's running, and it's Tar targeting your specific customers that if it's making you more money than it costs, then you can just keep putting more money into it. You know, in essence, there it's more complicated than that. The scaling process isn't simply just raising your ad budget. Um, there's certainly a lot of techniques that you want to do to scale up an ad rather than just do that. But in essence, if we're just saying it, um, you know, simply that if you have a converting ad, you can just turn it on, then you have an income stream right there that is pretty much automated um, apart from just whatever you have to deliver, whether that be shipping a product or you know doing customer service or whatever is um, entailed on the back end of after a purchase happens, then you just have a passive income stream, which is the whole opportunity of creating your own business so that you don't have to work 40-hour work weeks, even though it might take you a lot of 60, 70, 80-hour work weeks leading up to that to create 
that income stream. Now, organic is so important because the sales that we get from our organic audience don't cost us any advertising dollar apart from, you know, maybe the first advertising that we did to acquire them. But after that, we can just sell to them. And if you have a raving fan of your products that follows you on Instagram, then that means you get to completely market to that person for free just because they they do follow you on Instagram and they like all your stuff. So they keep seeing it and they are an engaged um, part of your community. And that's why it's very important to build a strong community on Instagram. So think about it this way. Let's say you have an $80 product and it costs 30 bucks for you to buy it and get it shipped to you and all of that other stuff. So you make 50 bucks per unit that you sell to organic traffic. Or if it takes you 20 bucks of marketing to get a sale on paid traffic, then you're already making only 30 bucks from that sale. However, the $30 sale was something that you were able to get a sale from because you created one ad and then you turned it on and you threw money at it and then it got you the sale. And as soon as you're able to establish some kind of way that you can spend money on advertising and it gets you more money than it costs, that is how you create a truly passive income stream online. Now, obviously the organic is still super important because over time your audience just only gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it makes it so you just keep getting more and more sales that didn't cost you advertising dollar to get. So it helps uh, your business's top line in the end just get more overall sales, but those are also more profitable sales. Um, so that's why you know both are super important. So what I wanted to actually talk about today uh, for paid ads is I wanna tell you about custom audiences and lookalike audiences because I think it's something that every time I hop on a call with someone to help that with their business, it's something that, you know, every business I look at uh, their specific resources and the ways that they can make these audiences and I tell them exactly how they can do it for their business. And for you guys, obviously I can just teach theory on the podcast, but I'm gonna teach you in theory um, what things are available to you uh, on Facebook with how targeted you can be with your advertising because if you know of all these things, it's either going to help you out if you're already in a position to start advertising right away or it's going to help you out just having a better sense for what's available online and what you can do nowadays so that you know you can be more intentional with your efforts now. So the thing I want to talk about is targeting because with ads, even if you're a pro copywriter and you have beautiful images and beautiful videos that would convert with the right people, if they're being shown to a bad audience, then you can't convert, right? You can't possibly sell a dog leash to someone who doesn't own a dog unless they'd be buying it for someone else. Even then, you're probably not going to be trying to target people that have a friend with the dog because that's every single person in the world. So you're not going to you know, your targeting has to be correct in order for your ads to have a chance to work. And the way that targeting works on on Facebook, uh, put simply the way that most people do it is interest-based targeting, where you can say things like Facebook, show my ad to people who are interested in Tony Robbins, show my ad to people who are interested in fitness, show my ad to people who are interested in uh, McDonald's or in Gatorade or so many things. Basically, everything is on there. 
The other way that we can do targeting is more of what's called fact-based targeting, where we can say, hey, show it to people this age, people who live here. You can even say people who live in these zip codes. Um, show it to people um, you know, that have this level of education. Show it to people with this career. And that is better than interest-based targeting, uh, typically at least, because interest-based targeting, let's say that I'm trying to sell a football to people who have an interest in football, just because Facebook has picked up that they have an interest in football doesn't mean that they want to buy a football, right? They could be into fantasy football. They could be, uh, you know, just a, a raving fan of their local sports team, but they never play it themselves. Or maybe just 20 years ago, they liked a Facebook page. And then uh, as soon as Colin Kaepernick did his kneeling thing, they stopped watching the NFL and they have no interest in the NFL at all anymore. But because they still like that page and haven't unliked it, Facebook thinks they like football. So that's why there's a lot of source of error of things that could go wrong for you know, when you use just simple interest-based targeting, it's it's not bad. A lot of people do it successfully, but it's typically not going to be as accurate as fact-based targeting or when we uh, target based off of custom or lookalike audiences. So that's what I want to tell you guys about um, because knowing about these things now is going to help your business in the future. So Basically, what we can do is install something on our website called a Facebook Pixel, which makes it that uh, it tracks what people do on our website. So we can see who's bought, who's checked out what pages, and it allows us to create audiences out of these people who visit certain pages on our website and uh, target them. So for instance, we could say, um, hey, Facebook, give me a list of the whoever's liked any of my Instagram photos in the last 30 days, let's run them an ad. Or you could say, hey, Facebook, let's run an ad to like, here's an email list that I have from customers who have purchased the product. Let's go ahead and run an ad to them and see if they want to buy more. We can say, hey, Facebook, um, you know, let's uh, create an audience out of anyone who has visited my cart page on my website. So maybe we ran an article for them to buy a football. And then they go to buy the football, they put in their cart, but they don't check out. So we can say, Facebook, let's run an ad to people who have put the football in their cart, but still have not bought. Let's run them an ad. And there, there's so many th ways that you can create these custom audiences. And um, what we want to do with those custom audiences, apart from just marketing to them, because you can say, let's let's market to anyone who's added to cart in the last seven days, or let's market to anyone who's added to cart in the last 40 days, or let's market to anyone who has viewed um, this product's page and show them this ad. Like you can do whatever you want to do. But the thing that's beautiful uh, with these custom audiences is we can create what's called a lookalike audience out of them. So let's say that you have uh, all of these people that bought your product. You have hundreds of people that have bought your product and you want to find more people that are just like them. That is what is available to us with Facebook ads when you use things called lookalike audiences, which is typically, and in my experience, is definitely the most targeted advertising that I've been able to do. So what we could do, let's say we've got 200 people who have purchased our product that Facebook knows about. We can say, Facebook, 
let's take those 200 people and I want you to go find me 2 million people who are within 1% difference of those people. And Facebook is going to look at everything they've ever done, every group they're in, every page that they like, uh, everything, like literally everything. And it's going to find people who are within 1% difference of those people's actions on Facebook and their propensities uh, to buy and things that they do off the platform even, if they're very likely to give out their email, if they're very likely to buy things online and from ads, all of those things get factored into the equation. And if we just have these smaller audiences uh, that we can say, hey, Facebook, find me 200 people or 2 million people that are very similar to anyone who has added the product to the cart in the last 180 days. We can do that as well. And those lookalike audiences are typically going to be our most accurate group of people to try to market our ads to, especially cold ads where we're just introducing people to our offer. So let's say that I sell 500 footballs and I got all those purchases tracked. Then I can say Facebook make a lookalike audience that uh, of people that are 1% different than the 500 people who bought footballs. Now let's run an ad uh, for a football sale to all of those people. That's essentially how using lookalike audiences would be. And if you're not already using them for your advertising, you want to f- explore all the ways that you can create the, uh, these audiences so that you can start running ads to them. And ultimately, I can't tell you, oh, it's going to work better than your interest targeting. But I can tell you that it most likely will. <laughs> and uh, at the end of the day, the answer to anything advertising is to test it. And if you haven't tested running ads to these audiences yet, you're going to want to do it immediately. But I hope that you guys who have never heard of these before the possibilities of what you can do with Facebook and Instagram advertising have really opened up. So I'm just going to cut to a quick word from my sponsor here, and then I'm going to give you guys a few extra tips for how to uh, do these retargeting ads. So the thing that you have to know about retargeting ads is that typically Facebook and Instagram advertising is very profitable when you have the combination of your cold ads and your retargeting ads working in unison. If you only are running ads to cold traffic to, hey, buy this football, and then you're not retargeting the people who don't buy the football, you're putting your company at a a big loss for all of these sales that you don't have to spend that much money to to advertise to them. Because think about it, for cold ads, let's say that you run your ad to thousands of people, and then a hundred of them have it in their cart. When you run a retargeting ad, you're only paying it to those hundred people, right? You're not paying it to the the hundreds of thousands or uh, however many people you're running your cold ad to. You're just retargeting the audience of people who have actually clicked on the ad, then clicked add to cart, then went to the cart, and maybe even put in some of their uh, payment information, and then they just didn't buy. And it can be so profitable because you're only having to spend to advertise to this smaller group of people, but we already know that they are highly interested and a lot of them are just a few value bits or a few clicks away from actually checking out so that the culmination of our cold ads as well as our warm and hot retargeting ads is what makes paid ads 
profitable as a whole. What you guys could do to get your feet wet with uh, ads and not spend as much, but probably get some good results is that use your Instagram organic free marketing to find you these cold, this cold traffic and build these audiences of people who hadn't met you before. And then we're going to use that to send them over to go, you know, check out sales or just send them to our website for whatever we need to. But you should be able to then create retargeting ads for all of these sales that you're missing that are falling through the cracks. So if you need help with it, it is something that I have created an entire course on, on retargeting ads to go along with Instagram. And it's just part of my IGM University program. Otherwise, I would at least go in there and start messing with it yourself because you can create these audiences of people who have added it to their cart and who haven't bought yet. And then, um, you know, just create a very simple ad where you're restating the offer and then you're just linking back for them to go check out. Okay. Like the simple ad would be like, let's say they're, they almost bought the football. We'd run an ad to those people who almost bought the football that says, Hey, you have a few days left to take us up on the offer for the 70% off the Wilson football, as well as receiving the free air pump. We see that you almost purchased, but have not completed yet. So here's just our reminder. And here's a link below where you can complete your purchase. That would essentially be like what we're trying to say in a retargeting ad. And those ads aren't that hard um, to create in essence, but there's certainly a right and a wrong way to do them. So um, guys, I hope this opens up some doors for you and I hope this gets you inspired to start thinking of how can I create a passive income stream from this business. And it really does, if you wanna start having that passive income stream like in your first year or two of business right away, it will take you actually learning how to do these ads properly because you know, like I said, there's a lot of right ways and there's a lot of wrong ways to do them. But once you do figure out the right way, which you always will with enough trial and error and enough commitment to the process, I firmly believe that if you've got an offer that you already know that sells to people, then there's no doubt in my mind that you could sell that same offer through Facebook and Instagram advertising. It's the same thing is why I keep lumping them together. You create Instagram ads through Facebook Ads Manager if you are not aware of this. So it is still highly profitable. It is some of the most targeted marketing that you can do out there. And it's a great way to create a passive income stream with your business. So if you like today's episode, all I ask is that you share it with a friend, share it with that prospective business owner who's trying to get their uh, the, a grasp on you know what kind of ads they wanna do and where the heck do they start. Um, share it with someone that, is your business partner that's got to be on the same page with you so that they know what you're what you guys are going to be starting to do in the next couple months to start scaling your business more rapidly and please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast too it helps out a lot thank you guys so much for listening i will talk to you guys soon